I'm Michelle White, bringing you seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioral and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. Let's talk about those hurdles that arise in meditation because let's face it, they come thick and fast. And unless you have the skills and tools that you've been taught from an experienced meditation teacher, then that's usually when you give up the ghost. You kind of pack it in, tell yourself stories like, I can't meditate, this is too hard. And that's really unfortunate. That's not what it's about. So today, I'd like to share with you how to overcome those hurdles. Now, I spoke about meditation in episode five, and that was more about the reasons to take up meditation. But today, I'm specifically looking at what those hurdles are. Now, the best kind of meditation you can do, and the one that you read all the studies about is a self-guided meditation. I'm not talking about something that's on off an app or, um, or a guided imagery. I'm talking about a single pointed self-guided meditation. So I learned meditation 16 years ago and have been at it most of that time. It doesn't make me an expert on your mind or anyone else's mind, but what it does is makes me an expert on mine. My mind is a bit of a dog's breakfast, really, most of the time. And that's why I learned to meditate and that's why I keep it up. Because without it, I'm scrambled and unregulated and quite frankly, I'm not the biggest fan of myself. I feel like I'm a much better version of myself when I have my regular daily meditation practice. The first point I want to make is about the purpose of meditation. Most people believe, because they haven't had um, correct instruction, is that the purpose of meditation is to stop the mind completely. Now, the thing about that is, we can't stop the mind. Even the Dalai Lama says we can't stop the mind, uh, not without a kind of, you know, six-month solitary (laughs) practice. But what we can do is to slow down and observe our own mind. That's what it's about. So if you can come into meditation with that objective – well, suddenly it's a different experience for you. Because if you come into meditation with, I need to stop my mind and then 32 seconds in, the mind is so busy and active, um, then of course you're going to tell yourself all kinds of stories and have judgments and criticisms. There's something wrong with my mind and you're going to give it up. But if you come into meditation with the idea that okay, I'm slowing my mind down here and I'm observing what's happening, not just in my mind but in the moment, in my body, in the circumstances around me. Now, meditation is also for the long haul. These are some tips that are going to get you by and and set the expectation up front. It's not a quick fix. You don't get 
amazing benefits from doing three days of meditation. It takes months. I would say, in my experience, that a commitment of, a th- of three months is what you need to make up front. Uh, it's probably only then that you'll really start to see those benefits. So meditation takes time and the benefits are way beyond what any other practice can give you. You'll end up more present, so in the moment, not just in meditation but in your daily life. You'll end up with more awareness of yourself, of others, of your actions, of your thought processes, of your feelings. And that happens overall, you know, in general, but also that increased presence and awareness is on a daily basis. So when you do a meditation practice in the morning, then you have an opportunity to sit with yourself for 20 or 30 minutes. And in that time, you become aware of how am I today? What's the quality of my mind? What's the quality of my body and my heart? And that can help set you up for the day. You might have something really big on your agenda to do that day that's flexible in timing. And then you might sit in meditation and realize, you know, I'm, I'm really distracted today and I'm not present and my mind feels a bit foggy and I have some irritation. And that can help you make a decision about whether completing that task that was on your agenda for today is going to be most effective. You know, can you put that off until the next day? Or maybe you sit down in meditation and you realize my mind is feeling really present and sharp. There's a lot of clarity within me today and I'm feeling strong and robust. And maybe there was something that you're planning to do next week that really required all of these elements to be aligned. And you think to yourself, I'm going to do that today. This is how meditation can have a positive impact on your life. The other benefits it offers you are more space. So first of all, more space from the world, more space within your own mind, more space within your body, and then it creates more space in your reaction times. Who doesn't want more space, right? When we go on holidays, usually we go somewhere that has a lot of space. We're thinking about islands and resorts and quiet places. We want more space in our life. This is a way you can bring that space into your everyday life. Some other benefits are a regulation of mood. You know, when the when the mind has slowed down, when 
there's more space within you, more presence and awareness that you're not so reactive. And therefore that helps regulate the mood. Because remember, mood is an emotion. And an emotion begins with our thoughts. So if the mind is slowed down, if we're present and aware of what's going on in the mind, then we're less likely to have reactive emotions. Meditation also provides incredible clarity and insight into our thought processes, our feelings, our circumstances, and all aspects of our lives. And this can really help us align with what's important to us to make decisions and take actions in our lives that are congruent with our values and our belief systems and our dreams. The thing about meditation as well is you need to stick to it. That long haul concept is really about a commitment. And that can be hard, that commitment and that meditation practice can be really hard if you experience hurdles in your meditation and if you don't have any guidance to overcome those hurdles. So let's look at what those hurdles are and how you can overcome them. First one, finding time. Now, the thing about this is the more you say you can't find the time, the more you actually need to meditate. It means there is way too much going on in your life. If you can't find 20 to 30 minutes a day for a meditation practice, you're in trouble. You need it more than anybody else. So find the time. It's just an excuse. You can get up 20 to 30 minutes earlier. You can go to bed 20 to 30 minutes later. You can do it in your lunch break. There's so many options available to you. Now, some people might think that having a place to meditate is also a hurdle. You don't have to have a dead, quiet place. It's just somewhere that is uninterrupted. So, you know, the kids aren't coming to you to ask questions, um, the phone's not going. It doesn't have to be, you know, quiet, like in the middle of the night, quiet. And this is the reason. When we meditate... What we're doing is coming into the present moment. And the present moment is whatever's there. So the way that our mind is functioning, how our body feels, what our, our environment is around us, what those sounds are, what's happening. This is all present moment. We're not trying to control our environment but we're just being with it. We're finding some tolerance for what is. Now, another hurdle might be the commitment. And I'm just going to be blunt about it. Your commitment is up to you. If you want the goods that meditation has to offer, well, then you've got to show up and do it. This half-hearted, sitting one day, not the next, not doing it for a week, doing it for a few days the next week, no, you're not going to get the benefits. If you get frustrated, if things aren't working out when you're doing it that way, well, then you need to have a look at your commitment. Ask yourself, what am I looking for? What 
benefits am I looking to receive in my life? What's not working well for me that meditation would give me? And then you make your commitment, yeah? The commitment is to yourself. It's not to anybody else. This is about your well-being, what's important for you. Now, a huge, huge hurdle, this is the big one, are thoughts. People often say, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. My mind is out of control. I've got so many thoughts happening. I can't slow it down. It's a disaster. So here's that different take I was talking about before. This is not about stopping your mind completely and not having a thought at all for 30 minutes. I have to admit, that would be amazing. Oh, I, I can only just begin to imagine the bliss that would happen if uh, that could be achieved. But really, we're bringing awareness to the mind and noticing what it is. Now, when uh, you begin meditation, so as a new practitioner, this is one of the first things that you will notice just how many thoughts you have. And how hard it is to reel those puppies in. <laughs> I still have a lot of thoughts. It, some mornings it takes me 10 minutes just to kind of bring my mind down to a manageable level, right? So that's why my meditation is uh, between a, about 20 to 30 minutes because if it takes me 10 minutes to get in, a 15-minute meditation is really going to be futile. I'm not going to get a lot of benefit from another five minutes of just having things slowed down. So let's go back to these thoughts, right? <laughs> the thing is, we have this many thoughts all the time. It's just that we are busy. We're getting lost in those thoughts. We're running with them. We're taking actions, we're participating, right? So we don't notice. We're distracted sometimes too. It's only when we sit quietly and we slow down that we go, OMG, this is, this is out of control. There is so many. And I think the exciting thing about that is that we can say, wow, all right. Okay, I really need to get a handle on this. Maybe this is why I feel frantic or anxious or why I can't concentrate on things or why I forget things. It's no wonder. Look at what my mind is doing, right? What happens when we realize my mind has so many thoughts is that we then judge and criticize ourselves as if something's wrong with us, as if this is my mind, this isn't everyone else's mind, how can everyone around me is doing meditation and I can't do it, right? It's this internal world. The judgment and criticism is just a layer that you don't need in your meditation. You don't need it. There's no point judging your mind when it's doing the very thing that you've allowed it to do for the past 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, Right? You've allowed it to do that. You've gone with it. You've engaged in it. Yeah, so we can't judge and criticize that. It's also worth remembering that the mind is thoughts. That's what it does. So it's going to do its thing. The key is to be slowing that down, right? to not be running off 
with every single thought that happens and getting involved in that one and getting lost in the story in that one over there, right? It's going, okay, we're here. We're in this moment. So when you notice that your mind wanders off, when you catch it, it might be that you've had 10 thoughts before you catch it. But when you do catch it, what you're doing is saying, okay, my mind was here on my breath and now it's over there thinking about this. You just grab it gently and bring it back to your breath. That's it. It's factual. There's no judgment and criticism to it. Now, in the next episode, I'll facilitate a meditation that you can practice with. But in the meantime, here's some steps that you can take to begin. So number one, commit to a daily practice for the next month. Now, I would say three months, but I know you like to windle things down. <laughs> so until you can you know, get into uh, maybe a course, uh, having some formal teachings, then let's just commit to a month and 20 to 30 minutes per day for that month. Second thing, arrange a place where you can sit, somewhere that's uninterrupted. Maybe it's a chair or a meditation cushion, or a stool. It's any place that you feel comfortable, any any position that's right for your body. I find personally that having a dedicated space and my meditation cushion and time of day are part of my ritual. They're really important to me. So I always meditate in the mornings and I sit on my meditation cushion in the same room. Third thing, just remembering that your breath is your anchor. Keep it simple. Just this moment and just this breath. That's it. You're just following the breath in and out, in and out. Number four, look for a meditation course around you. Find a teacher who has a long history of meditation, not necessarily in their teachings, but in practice. And there's so many kinds of meditation as well. Find one that suits you. Maybe you try out a few different ones. But find one that makes sense to you. And don't just pick one because it's easy, because you think it's simple, right? Because, you know, oh, I read on the website that this meditation is only a 10-minute chant every day, right? Try a couple. My personal advice is... Any kind of Eastern meditation is really beneficial. One that's been around for thousands and thousands of years. These babies are tried and tested and I reckon that's where you're going to get the most benefit. All right, I'll see you next episode for a, a guided meditation from me. So some facilitating a meditation and a practice that you can start in your daily life. I'm Michelle White. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the podcast. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook and engage there through posts, comments and questions. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or via Skype. There's also the Happy Inside iPhone app, a component of the full program in case you don't have access. If you already own the app, 
Don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store to help others in their purchase. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. Happiness starts on the inside, so join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.